everyone, thanks for tuning in for this week's Worthwhile Spotlight, where the goal of this is to shine light on people, learn about their journeys, and maybe learn something from somebody else and their experience. Uh, before we get started, I want to give a huge shout out to Visit Columbia for being our sponsor and making this come to life, as well as making the city come to life. You know, their website's huge on promoting local artists, local events, uh, new businesses, everything that falls under that tree. So you can learn more about them at visitcolumbiatn.com. And uh, I want to get started. I want to thank my first, or not first, but my third guest on here, uh, Worthwhile Spotlight, uh, Mackie Kaler. Nice so, to be here with you, brother. Thank you. Thank Always. you for coming. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, if you want to just give a little brief description about like, kind of what you do. I know you're a well-known nice. musician around the area. Uh, I mean, I yeah. see you all over the place. It's, so. cr it's chronic. It's all I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's more to it. I know it. I well, know. We, we talked, you, you'd mentioned something about how, uh, how I got into music. And the truth is, I, I, that's all I've ever done since I was a kid okay. uh, in Memphis growing up there. And um, my, my trajectory uh, artistically and geographically, too, has been from, I grew up in Memphis making music and had a band. and. Um, by the time I was a teenager, you could turn on the TV and hear me singing pretty much every jingle that was for any company in Memphis. You could hear me doing that on the radio and TV. And so that's just how I grew up and then uh, moved. I uh, had a, a very uh, dear friend of mine who's in the Hall of Fame, Songwriters Hall of Fame named Dickie Lee, who um, really helped me make some inroads in Nashville. By the time I was 25 years old, I moved here, uh, well, to Music Row, okay. and yep. where I was a session singer for many, many years. And, um, and a songwriter for different companies. My first publisher was Willie Nelson and Hank Cochran. So nice. I, I kind of got thrown in the deep end. So yeah, so I was on Music Row for about 20 to 25 years. Wow, and, nice. And then, uh, so, so basically just to keep a good alliteration, I went from Memphis to Music Row to Mule Town. So, um, so we, uh, we've been in- The three M's. The three right? M's, Mackie. <laughs> yeah, the fourth, the fourth. Though. That's Look right. So, um, so yeah, and, but I've been in, uh, been in Mealtown for, uh, we, were, we had figured out that we've been here about the same length yeah. of time, about yeah. 18 years now, and uh, absolutely love it. Um, loved it before it was the fastest growing county in the state, but it, now it's just booming, which is awesome. Uh, just the, the, the vibrancy of, of our town. And, you know, I, I've said often that I, I feel like downtown Columbia, where I keep my office and writing space and, uh, and creative space down there, um, you know, it's very much like Music Row used to be when, when I was mm, a really? big part of Music Row. Yeah, because it's, it's got that same sort of creative energy, uh, but there's also a sense of community that, mm. that's just undeniable. You know, it's beautiful. That's why we're friends, yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. And uh, it's, just, it's just an awesome place to be. I, awesome. I love it here. Yeah. So going back to, I just want to like dig into the, the mm -hmm. past of it. So you said music's always been a part of your life. Yeah. Was there like a certain time frame or like moments that you remember that like you're like, man, this is this is what I want to do. Or I feel this. Is there anything that comes to mind with that? You know, it's kind of funny. I I never felt like I really had another choice because mm. it's just literally how I was raised. Um, my mom uh, and today would have been her birthday. She passed away mm. about six years ago. But she's uh, she was an incredible piano player and singer and. Um, Played all around, you know, Memphis area, mostly with gospel groups, and so that's how I was raised. And so you were exposed from the beginning to it. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that's just—it was just a natural thing. It's like if uh, if I'd grown up in construction, you yeah. know, I wouldn't know construction. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but it's just 
you know, just music. It's always been music for me. And and uh, a lot of people, a lot of people say, well, what do you do? And my first inclination is to say, well, I'm just a songwriter because that's really the truth. Everything else that I do, um, as far as you know, I have a great band and and we go out and we do dates and things and. And I sing, you know, and all that. But for me, all those are avenues for for my writing, mm. uh, because that's that's really how I feel about what I do. I'm just really primarily a writer. I, I do have other avenues to to get the writing out there, but it, it's really for me, it's just all about writing and creating. Is there uh, any? Do you look at writing as like an out, outlet for certain experiences and stuff, or do you try and like find like how's your writing experience or? Uh process kind of unfold uh, that's interesting I, I think that's changed through the years you know when I was when I was doing uh, writing sessions on music row for so many years I would do a 10 o'clock session with somebody you know a co-writer a two o'clock and a six o'clock you know and, and just do it all the time and it was it was more like what I call factory writing and it mm -hmm. was just to try to get a cut on the radio yeah. well that's just not where my heart and my head are these days and so uh, for me, uh, when when I write, I, it is normally uh, just a natural overflowing of whatever I'm feeling at the time. But but there's there's a second part of that, and this, that is I really want to connect with somebody else, and I want them to be able to relate to whatever I'm writing to. And may, maybe it can, uh, you know, maybe it's just for the pure joy to to give somebody some joy. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a little deeper than that. Maybe maybe uh, they can connect on a on a different level too, and, and say, hey, you know, what I feel that too, or I, have felt I think that. the beautiful yeah. thing about like the songwriting process is that, like you said, like you have to, you want someone to connect to it, and, like yeah. feel something. So, like yes. in order for that to happen, you have to connect and feel with that in yourself, absolutely, before that's even out there. Yeah. So that's kind of like a beautiful, just overall like picture of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Like you just never know yeah. who it's going to reach. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. So you got any exciting projects or anything like that? Yeah, I well, I just performed at the Mule House. I just did, yeah. yeah. And actually, that was a uh, a new music release. Mm, um, okay. You know, back in the old days, I would have called it a new album release, but of course, you know, music's everywhere now. Yeah, it's digital, yeah. you know, digital and everything else. And uh, primarily, this project is digital right now, but um, uh, with the the plan is to do vinyl uh, with it as well. And uh, but yeah, we did a new music release at the Mule House just this past uh, Saturday night. And uh, it was just, a, it was a very, um, uh, you know, very passionate crowd that was there. And it was, we just had a great night. It was just an awesome place, number one. It's a, just a beautiful, beautiful venue. And, and uh, they've paid attention to every detail. Oh, yeah. You know, it's Definitely. just, it's great. For, it's a great, it's a great place for uh, people to come and, and, and experience music. Definitely. I mean, it's not just, you know, you walk in and you're going to hear some, it, it's yeah. an experience. Yeah. It's great. So, and the band was great. You know, I have, I've got, I'm very, very blessed with um, just some incredible players um, that were also on the, on the recording project, uh, which is called Back to the, Back to the River, because it's kind of my, it's kind of a full circle thing for me. It's, mm. uh, it's, it's got some Memphis, uh, you know, vibes to it for sure, which is kind of a natural thing for me. Southern soul music, which is what I do. And so it, it's, it's, it very definitely has a Memphis thing to it, but uh, it's it's sort of the idea of it's called back to the river, and the whole the whole idea is, you know, there's this there's this river of kind of rhythm and soul that's been running through my career all my life, mm. and and now it's it's in Mule Town, so it's kind of a full circle sort of deal for me. But anyway, the band is is awesome, and just some incredible players that play with me. Um, that uh, you know, guys that and my my co-producer is Mark Beckett, who his dad Barry Beckett. I was one of the Muscle Shoals Swampers and created nice. the Muscle Shoals sound uh, with some other guys. And you got some good ears on it. Yeah, so it's it's very definitely an authentic sort of Southern soul uh, sort of sort of 
you know, thing that we do. And it's, it just feels good. We got a couple of horn players. Uh, my sax player was Kenny Loggins' player for years, and now he's transplanted, as a lot of people have, to Tennessee from California. And, a lot of people. Um, trumpet player. Yeah, a lot of people lot of are people. moving here, which is great. <laughs> yeah. This is the place yeah. to be. So. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But anyway, it's just uh, just a great band, and I'm, I'm very blessed that these people, these guys uh, bring my bring my creations to life as well as they do. They're just, they're they're fabulous. That's awesome. Yeah. And you said so it's a, the project's name is Back to the Back River? Back to the River. And that's on all platforms? It's on all platforms. You look it up anywhere uh, online, and, and uh, you'll, you'll find it. You heard yes. that. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, Check please it out. do. Please do. Yeah. Uh, one thing that <clears throat> pops in my head, just hearing that title, you said the river kind of represents, you know, that feel of music throughout your life. That's right. Now, is there anything that relates to, like, back to the river? So you're sinuating at all that maybe you kind of got off track a little bit? <laughs> That's a good question. I wouldn't say off track uh, at all, but uh, it, my music's always had a, a little bit of Southern soul to it. And, uh, you know... Uh, my my particular brand of, of what I do is is more it's a smoother sort of southern soul as opposed to a lot of a lot of the guys that that I grew up listening to you know like Otis Redding and and uh, Delbert McClinton which Mark Beckett the guy that co-produced my project with me who's my drummer his dad Barry Beckett produced tons of Delbert McClinton music and I grew up listening to that but that's all very gravelly sort of soul music which I love. But uh, you know, I'm a little smoother, so it's 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 just a, a southern soul thing. So previous projects have always had that element to it, um, but uh, a lot of the previous projects have leaned a little more country mm. uh, in in nature because I've I've worked in that genre for you know for a lot of years, uh, singing demos for these Hall of Fame songwriters, you know, that that wrote country music. So a lot of, a lot of my stuff has had a little bit more of a country soul as opposed to we're, we're calling this Southern soul. So it's, it's just a, it's a little bit more Memphis-y than it is Nashville. So that's, Which that's is, what the back to the river thing is about. It gets back to the roots in a sense. That's right. That's nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I do want to touch on the mule house a little bit as far as, uh, such a venue being in Columbia, like oh, yeah. how, how was performing there, like in the town that you live? Like, Oh, I'm just so glad they're here. Uh, you know, it's, um, you know, I've, I've, had had the great opportunity to, to perform in some great venues through the years, you know, and um, but not anything right down the street <laughs> like That's like what this. I mean too. It's, yeah, it's like it's, this is yeah. this is like I mean it's it's right up there with uh, you know I, I you know I, I've gotten to perform at the Ryman and all kinds of wonderful places, and this is right up there. I mean it's it's um, like I said they've paid attention to every detail, Definitely. and and one of those details is is uh, just sonically you know the oh, audio yeah. is amazing yeah the acoustics um, in there are, are ridiculous yeah. got a great team blair garner uh, has done a great job and uh putting in putting together a great team over there those audio guys are great um and uh, it's just a it's just a great experience and some wonderful um artists are coming there regularly which uh, you know, which is wonderful for our town exactly. as well. But uh, everybody's going to want to go back, and, and Blair's already mentioned me coming back, and I definitely want to. So I'm going to have to be there for the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's awesome. Like I said, I've seen the pictures and a couple videos from the <laughs> show, and like I was just yeah. like, I love to see that just like yeah. in general. So yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. What's uh, what's one of your favorite businesses in Columbia? But the one that the, you've okay, do you have a strong relationship with? Oh goodness. Yeah. Well it could be uh, anything. I mean like Well, okay, I mean, so here's the thing. Let let me uh, let me uh, do the disclaimer up front. 
I have a great love, affection, friendship with the guys at Mealtown Coffee. Um, but next door to where my space, my creative space uh, is, is Tennessee Coffee. And they've been so very supportive uh, to me and, and, and my work here in, in Columbia and, and music in general uh, for me. Uh, I love Tennessee coffee and smoothies. Sometimes I'll go over there in the afternoon and get a smoothie. In the mornings, I'll have meetings over there because it's right next door to yep, where I yep. am. And uh, the coffee is amazing. And so, so Tennessee coffee is definitely way up there. Um, I will say that um, there's uh, the gentleman, Monty Sneed, that owns Caledonian Financial, has been very supportive to me through the years as well. And uh, we've developed a, a good friendship. So, you know, for me, it's... Uh, Everybody's got great products here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just, and I love the fact that we do um, crafted sort of independent things yeah. and not so much chains. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love that. Don't you love that about our town? It's funny because like, and I think it's all kind of starting to change as well, but like, you know, if you get towards the center by the square and stuff, it's like all like, independent like businesses yes. stuff like that yeah so you go down like james campbell's where yeah. it's like all the change in corporate yeah. yes. but like you know they, they, i've heard and seen some plans of them redoing a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff down there and making plazas but it's yeah. just wild to like see that's like that's the corporate side and then here's the the mom and pop and yeah. like you know small businesses and absolutely and the, the support is there like you were saying it is it is and i i just <clears throat> i love that because it 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 breeds more creativity mm -hmm. you know what can you do that's just a little different than that guy and to offer to people yeah. so that they can have this that they might like. You know, uh, somebody interviewed me recently about, you know, about the, the Mule Town sound, you know, and, and I said, look, uh, you know, the, the deal is uh, there are so many elements to the Mule Town sound that somebody will, that somebody will latch on to that, um, you know, I don't claim to have a hold on the Milltown sound, but I'm just very thankful to be a part of that. See, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm familiar with it. A lot of people talk about the Milltown sound because there's, there's definitely, here's the deal. So we are geographically situated and, and creatively situated between uh, the grit and soul of Memphis and Muscle Shoals and the cosmopolitan twang of Nashville, right? right here in Columbia. It's a perfect spot. That's mm -hmm. sort of the crossroads of all that stuff. But there's more, there's more to it. Yeah. And, um, and I just think that, uh, that that's a beautiful thing. And for me, creatively, it's a perfect spot uh, to be geographically yeah. right here yeah. to do country and soul and all those elements that, that I do. But there's so many elements to that. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, the people throw around, you know, the Mule Town sound, which I love. Uh, that phrase because uh, so I think that, so that's like a, you're talking like a, I think a we do have something of our okay, own okay. here but I think there are a lot of elements a lot of ingredients to yeah, that yeah and uh, I'm just thankful to be a part of that because I, I just think there's something to that yeah yeah. It's, it's wild to see like how much is happening like in Colombia. you know mm -hmm. like you, we both said like getting here around 18 years ago it's like not much it was complete like <laughs> completely different place and it's like yeah. for me personally it's it's something like while growing and like growing the brand it's like I've always wanted to to like yeah. leave and mm -hmm. like I need to be in a bigger city I need it's like learning and allowing to be okay with being right here yeah. and then re once I had that realization it's yeah. like wait a minute like it's coming here yeah. you know like there's yeah. the talents here and like the venues here now like here. the communities here yeah infra city infrastructure yeah. like it's there so it's just kind of like gonna buckle in and kind of just yeah. ride with it why would you go anywhere else exactly <laughs> exactly I mean mule yeah. day we got mule day we can like, do it right here yeah absolutely <laughs> nice yeah. that's awesome well, I mean, what, what's got anything coming plan wise or? 
Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, mainly right you, now we're working this new this new project. Yeah. Uh, doing to, a tour with that at all? Yeah, no, not really. I'm not really a tour guy. I mean, I will do certain specific dates that um, uh, you know that that lend itself to to getting it out there um, in strategic sort of ways. But I'm not like on the road all the time and and doing that sort of thing. I love being in town, you know, and. Um, so I'm actually talking to some people about maybe doing kind of a residency here in town uh, and filming it. Hmm. So uh, we'll be, you know, hopefully doing that pretty soon. That'd be cool. Um, yep, been talking about that for a little while, but it looks like it's it's beginning to to you know be put together. So which is good, especially with the new project that I'm that I have and and just you know like yourself and I love what you're doing, just shining a light on our on our beautiful town and the wonderful people here. So I think more and more there's a need of it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like the point of this is to, to shine light on people and like just give the space an opportunity to talk about like how they've gotten to where they're at or yeah. what they've done. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And then yeah. the more and more people get to, and for instance, like people may walk around the sidewalk and be like, I see that guy Mackie everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, but mm -hmm. this gives them opportunity to get to know you a little bit more. Yeah. And, and how can we encourage other people? You know, exactly. That's, that's the deal. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a random question, but it has to do with worthwhile. <laughs> but like, yeah. what would uh, you describe the word worthwhile to be meaningful to you? or how you would describe it outside of the brand, like outside of knowing me and like knowing what mm -hmm. I've like built with the brand. Mm -hmm. If you were to look at the word worthwhile, what does it mean to you? Hmm. Worthwhile. Well, I can tell you what it means to me. Um, uh, and I, I love what you do with, with that brand. Thank I, you. I really do. Um, uh, what it means to me may be something that, different than what it means to somebody else. But for, for me, uh, you know, the way I was raised and the way that I believe, I believe we're all made in the image of God everybody so everybody is worthwhile uh, everybody's got a purpose and um, you know it, it may not be uh, you know my purpose may not be somebody else's purpose and that's the beautiful thing about it exactly but we've all got a purpose you know and so I, I love I love your brand and and that's what it says to me is that we all have a purpose mm -hmm. and and um, we're all worthwhile and we're all we're all worthy of, um, of, of blessing but we're also worthy of of being able to return that blessing to other people. So I, I love what you're doing. I, Thank you. Uh, yeah, you know I do. Yeah, I support it. I mean, you, we've been I mean, supporting each other really since yeah. we met. Yeah. It's probably about, four, I don't know, four? Mm, five years ago, maybe. Four or yeah. five, something mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. It's wild. I mean, I said, yeah. the, the community here is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I, I just like, once I decided to do like this spotlight, I was like, man, like, I know so many people that are just like interesting and like have, have done things and experienced things mm -hmm. and it's just like to actually be able to like have you here is a, is yeah. a blessing. Yeah. I mean like yeah. I appreciate it definitely. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. yeah. Give me a, hit me with a random question. <laughs> hit me with any, any random question. Let's see. What can I ask you? It'll open doors and we'll just, we'll just conversate. Well, let's see. Oh my goodness. That's, I didn't think about asking you a question. <laughs> uh, I think that might be my thing to like throw people off because like I said like I wanted to be like conversational it worked. but like that it worked like, Eric McCandless was the first guest and like that's mm -hmm. literally like me not having the most experience yet you know like I can conversate with people I can talk mm -hmm. but like thinking about man what should I say next or mm -hmm. like that thought process mm -hmm. I was like you know what do you have a question mm -hmm. for me because mm -hmm. like that makes yep. it changes it and it, it opens the flow I feel like and, mm -hmm. I don't know, so mm -hmm. yeah but what does what does what does your brand mean to you mm -hmm. what does worthwhile mean the worthwhile brand mean to you? I feel like I've touched on it a tad on like a couple of the previous podcasts so far, but like getting into it, like the start of it was the name. Like my friend Benji, I gave him, we talked about this in the first one and like he came up with the name and logo. 
but this was after about you know six month journey of me like reading uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad mm -hmm. and yeah. like I was like I want to do something yeah. you know I want to figure out something I love that book. it yeah. it changed my life yeah. I mean yeah. specifically I remember the exact paragraph and I was mm -hmm. like light bulb yeah. and I was like yeah. okay my life's never been the same since mm -hmm. but it was an idea that that went away just like we all have ideas that go away. Like, I mean, you could have an idea for a song, mm -hmm. and, and unless you write it down and capitalize mm -hmm. on it in mm -hmm. that moment, it'll probably fade away. A lot of times they, they, they can go away, but they also, a lot of times, just morph into something else, you know, kind of kind of change a little bit. But you have to go. pay attention to it. Yeah. To, like, because if you just yeah. never think about it again, mm -hmm. it, well, like you said, it could come just, you know, reconnect back to something in the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that happened in like, the idea went away. We were on a trip. We were talking about the idea of something. Ended up meeting with him like a week and a half later. And like I said, the idea had went away. But when I went over and he was like worthwhile and like showed me the logos, like that started the journey of like what is worthwhile to me. Mm -hmm. Like how can I say you you are worthwhile mm -hmm. if I don't know what that means to mm -hmm. me. Right. And I mean, I had the same like realization like you were saying. Like everybody is worthwhile. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's a matter of showing them that and telling mm -hmm. people that yeah. they are but i had to figure that out myself which that that just started the internal journey mm -hmm. for myself and like it never ends yeah. so like we're all on that journey right and it continuously unfolds and every single day there's something new mm -hmm. or something negative or positive that yeah. happens yeah. And it's a matter of just keep going forward yeah. um so really i mean it's coming down it's come down now to you know in the beginning it was like just be you and mm -hmm. like that there that's all there is but now mm -hmm. i'm really focused on like becoming the best version of mm. you because it's a it's a process because yeah. if you just say be you like that's stagnant right and there's no room right. for that growth right, right. so like Honestly, the years that's gone by, like I've realized that it's a reflection of me. And mm. so like the more I work on myself, the more that the brand will be mm -hmm. more suitable and yeah. uh, helpful to yeah. people. So I mean, really, I guess that, I don't know if that, just, that answers your question. No, no, absolutely, not, I, like, I love that. I love that idea. You know, I, <clears throat> I would, um, in, in my older years, uh, I, would, I would say maybe even taking it, and I know you agree with this, but even taking it a step further, and saying, uh, you know, you're improving yourself every day, but it's also improving yourself so that you can actually improve the lives of others around you. You know, and and I, I think that's I think that's so important. You know, it goes down to you know tying it back to just like the Bible, for instance, like you know, unconditional love mm -hmm. is something that I've recently just you know discovered, and mm -hmm. it's it's wild because you know like I can go around and be like I love this person, I love this person. Mm -hmm. But like, but if they offend you, do you still love them? Exactly, and like that, that was <laughs> right. a, a weird like a learning yeah. process aspect. Yeah. And then I realized too that it's like, you know, me going through this my own journey mm -hmm. and like discovering what self-worth brings mm -hmm. to me, like you can see in certain people, you're like, man, he, it's like that close for him to just get it, you know, mm -hmm. like something, but you can't mm -hmm. change people. Right. And so like right. the only way, like you're saying is that you can't, the only way you can do that is to be the best version of you and, yeah. and action speak louder than words. And yeah. you can always still unconditionally love somebody mm -hmm. and that will have that effect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's, it sounds so simple, but it's not. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that your, uh, your, uh, your particular, uh, reasoning for worthwhile. Cause I don't know that I ever talked in depth in depth with you about that. So, and like I said, it's a developing thing is like the beginning, it was, you know, just vague, like everyone just be mm -hmm. you. And then like, it's come, it's, it's a representation of me. The more I understand myself, the mm -hmm. more I understand what the brand's supposed to stand yeah. for. Nice. And I mean, I'm not trying to sound egotistic in this aspect, but I feel like it's working. I feel like that people yeah. like understand what it, what it's here for mm -hmm. and like, and take it on. Uh, I had Kevin on here and you know, Kevin Lotta mm -hmm. and, uh, 
he was saying that same thing. And we're just like, people in the community kind of support what I'm doing just because of like, they almost feel like a part of it. Cause mm -hmm. like you've seen it grow for years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's interesting to watch it unfold and like yeah. tying back to the spotlights. Like, I feel like this is what's going to be yeah. the thing to get behind. I think, I think part of uh, getting behind a brand is also connecting with whoever the person is that's, that has that brand. I think people connect with you because because you're a light in this community, and I think people are drawn to that. So I, I think that's I appreciate that. that's the deal. That, I appreciate that. Not that you need to do some crappy brand. <laughs> the brand is good. The brand is real good. But I, I think people are drawn to you and the brand, not just the brand. You know what I'm saying? Well, so, I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, that's honestly part of why you're here right now. <laughs> that's I mean, right. I mean, that's we right. Made that connection. It's like we've known yeah. each other, seen each other, and passing all the time. Yeah. And here we Absolutely. Are. Yeah. Well, of course. Hit me with uh, your favorite color. I'm just going to start hitting you with random, <laughs> random questions. I'm just going to keep the comments. Uh, my favorite color is, um, it, it's a weird one. I like bronze. Bronze? Mm -hmm. Huh. It's interesting. That's yeah. not what I was expecting. I was, I was like, <laughs> rethinking. You, well, you said like. I like dark purple too. I was about to say indigo. Yeah, yeah. I like dark, <laughs> I like dark purple. I like bronze though. There's something about bronze that's a little masculine and. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't know. There's something about it. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not a primary color sort of fella. No, but that's, that's <laughs> think outside the color wheel for it. <laughs> exactly. You, yeah. you own anything bronze? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think my keychain is bronze. <laughs> really? Seriously. Yeah. No, no kidding. Oh, yeah. I, I, I love bronze. Um, I've, yeah, I've got, I've got several things that are sort of that color. Yeah. I need to get you a crown. No, <laughs> you should. But King, yeah, King <laughs> um, I do. I do love bronze, though. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why, but I do. Mine's pretty bland. It's blue. It's I mean, not, it's not bland. bland. It, it's, it has various shades. What? I like sky blue. Well, there you go. Sky blue. It's a happy color. And maybe it's a. It's a uh, like when you look at the sky, that same feeling yeah. that that yeah. maybe it's happy. spread yeah spread your wings and fly. Yeah, type nice, nice. But, Fly sky. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, I, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Awesome. Um, I do like dark purple too. I've, I've got dark purple curtains and all kinds of stuff in my house. That's the that's the color of love. Is it? Isn't purple? I think. Well, red. I guess I'll take red. It. Red. Would I think be. it's passion. Passion. I think it's passion. Yeah. Starts with a P. Works. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Well. I did uh, bring you this gift. I've been this Thank part, you so much. part of the thing is I want to give everybody a little individuality, and it's a one of one. Thank you. Shirt, so is yeah. it bronze? <laughs> you know, I wish I would go ahead, go ahead and open it. But you know, I was Can gonna. I, I actually don't have bronze. I have gold ink. But do you? Yeah, you know, I might have to. It's close. Surprise you with one now. <laughs> Am I supposed now to open this know, now or yeah, later? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let me do this. All right. Thank you. I will tell you the thought process behind the colors, though, once you see do, it. Do you put thought yes. into the colors? Yeah. Tell me about it. So, I mean. Okay. It's white blue. with your favorite uh, blue on it. Well, but so, like, I did a little looking into, you know, like, I feel like every time I see you, you're, you're in a blue suit or something. Yeah, I do wear a lot of blue. of blue. I do, yeah. And I did a little, I was like, let me just scroll through his Instagram real quick and just, just double check. <laughs> this is so. perfect, and it will go good with a blue uh, blue uh, jacket, right? See? I do wear a lot of blue. A couple shades of blue on there. There you go. A couple of shades of blue. There you go. My new song. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of shades of blues. Uh, there you go. Blues. There you go. I do have a song called Gentlemen Prefer the Blues, which I, I enjoy. But. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. I yeah. love that. Thank yeah. you so much. Oh, you're you. you're worthwhile. 
Well, yeah, go ahead and let everybody know again where you can hear your new project. And, uh, oh, gosh. Well, I mean, anywhere pretty much that you uh, like to listen uh, digitally, uh, online. Um, it's all Apple Music, Spotify. Apple Music, there. Tidal, T-I-D-A-L Music. Uh, those are my favorites, but uh, pretty much anywhere uh, that there's a platform for digital music, uh, it's out there. Um, and uh, if you just look me up, you can actually find you know previous uh, albums and things t as well. Uh, M a k k y k a y l o r. Uh, you probably have something that says that. But yeah, anyway, okay. we'll, we'll put it on there. We'll get you on there. But uh, you'll you'll find that, and then the, all the new stuff, which I'm very excited about. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, you know it's, uh, the project is called Back to the River, but it's got some it's got some great great songs on there. A few that uh, a few that I wrote, and then uh, this one is a little different in, in that there are a couple of uh, covers on there. Um, uh, Delbert McClinton covers because my co-producer Mark Beckett's dad produced a lot of that stuff, and so we wanted, we wanted to tie to, that. To kind we wanted of tie to tie that together, and uh, we did our version of that. And then there's another song on there that I sang the original demo on. Because, as I mentioned, I've sang a lot of demos on Music Row for many years, and I sang that original demo, and then Bonnie Raitt recorded it, and then Ronnie, I mean, uh, Randy Travis recorded it, and we were like, we still want to do our version of it. So years later, we decided to do nice. to do it as well. It's called Valley of Pain. Uh, it's an encouragement for people who need persistence in in the valley. So that's actually yeah. that kind of ties in. I had another question pop in my head, yeah. but. You know, you said music's always been a part of your life, but mm -hmm. has there ever been like hardships or time frames where you've like kind oh, of gosh. battled with like wanting to go forward with it? Well, or? I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, 21 years ago I had open heart surgery and that, that knocked me out for, for quite a few months. But, but my philosophy has always been build relationships, not, not be about something for mm -hmm. a deal, but, yeah. but build relationships with people. My mom taught me that and it's just something I've learned all my life. So. When I got on the other side of, of healing from all that uh, physically, uh, it wasn't hard to jump back in the saddle uh, to get back in the studio and, and do more sessions and, and write and kind of all those things. What, yeah, it kept me going as opposed to you know just bottoming out because I think if we build relationships and real relationships like friendships like you and I have, um, you know when you hit a hard time later down the line you can say hey can, can you help. You pull me up, I'll help you. You don't even you have up. to ask. Like that's what you're saying. Like that, that right. support foundation is right. there. Yeah. Right. So yeah, definitely uh, with me. Uh, you know, it's there have been health issues uh, off and on, and a couple of years ago I had a couple of strokes, and uh, that knocked me out for a few months. But I'm um, I'm so very thankful for for every every day, every breath, and I'm I'm doing great. And again, it's it's all about building relationships. You know, friendships like you and I have, and. And uh, you know you can count on me down the line. I can count on you. Right? Of course. So, well, yeah. Mackie, I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Your time very much. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited and watch everything unfold and see what comes next with you and music and just spotlight and jail. Love to have you on again in the future. And I'd love to. Cool. Of course. Awesome. Good luck with everything you're doing. It's great. I love it. Appreciate it. Never forget, you're worth it. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Worthwhile Spotlight. Our goal is to motivate people to become the best version of themselves possible through the power of storytelling. Our stories are written by the things that we experienced growing up, and these experiences, negative and positive, shape who we are and what we stand for. The beautiful thing about your story is that you get to decide how it's told. So as a diamond in the rough of life, hang tight and let your light shine bright. <laughs>